We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect. There are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Like you'd play the set piece taker, the, sc- the goal scorer, the center forward, and then because you're playing, you're paying up so much. You have to punt at one defender's lot. Yes, you, and you take back. take the center back and the goalkeeper. Yep. You do something like that and hope that's the game. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, senior soccer editor of Rotowire. Joined by Jordan Cooper on this Friday, June 26th, to talk about the massive, and I mean massive in terms of number of games, not tournament sizes but a massive bundesliga slate for the final weekend of the bundesliga jordan as you said just before we've got a few options on this slate just a few just, just a few only 18 <laughs> teams to choose from mm-hmm. i think it's important to go through who has something to play for and who has nothing to play for mm-hmm. and obviously with this being a preview podcast and starting lineups coming out an hour before kickoff all at the same time, uh, we can't necessarily predict if they're going to be any clown cars, mm-hmm. but you would have to assume that the clown cars would come from teams that have nothing to play for. More likely than not, or partial clown cars. The teams that have something to play for are more more than likely to start their best 11. Yes. I will say so, uh, Bundesliga.com has a wonderful breakdown of it all, but... And some of the permutations they give are a bit of a stretch, but I will say that eight of 10 teams pretty much have nothing to play for. 
eight of 18 teams. Eight of 18, I'm sorry. Eight of 18. Eight and then 10 do have something to play for. Actually, 10, I think it's, I'm sorry. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's nine. Nine and nine. I forgot. Powder okay, but I mean, some, some of them are like a stretch. Yes. I, to me, I, I, look at, I look at this as, I think, there's, I think there's only four that have really have something to play for. Yeah, you could sh- maybe stretch it to five. Maybe. Yeah. But, okay, so let's go through the, the obvious ones that have something to play for. Basically, the teams that are competing for the last Champions League spot mm-hmm. and the teams that are competing against the relegation playoff spot. Yeah. Yeah, so... So, so basically, uh, Leverkusen and Borussia Mönchengladbach are fighting for the last Champions League spot. Yep. Le- Leipzig... And unless one of these teams win like twenty to nothing, like they they get the, they get the spot because they're at sixty three points, so they'll either get third or fourth, unless what unless Leverkusen score twenty goals or something. Um, I know you're being like a little dramatic with the twenty goals, but it's actually not dramatic enough. It's twenty seven. Oh, okay, so <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not going to happen. So I mean, obviously, you'd rather come in third than fourth. For Champions League seeding, yes, uh, but I mean it's not the I mean, it's not the like the end of the world or anything. The same thing when it comes to Wolfsburg being in the seventh spot for Europa League. It's the seventh spot in the Bundesliga is Europa League qualification, yes, versus fifth and sixth, which is automatic berth. Yep. So you save you save uh, uh, you know a third round or fourth round Europa League qualification game. Yeah, the so uh, that, that... it's basically you're just starting much earlier if you have to play those matches. Right. Like those matches start usually in July. They're not going to start July now, but they're extra matches like before teams are really into it. So like you're in the Europa League, you'd rather avoid those games, but they're not. I mean, they're, they're probably playing like the third team in Kazakhstan. So Right. Right. Whatever. So I'd like to say that Wolfsburg have something to play for is a little bit of a stretch. Like, they're in. They, they can't come lower than seventh. Right. But basically, Leverkusen and, and, and Mönchengladbach are the basically the two teams that are fighting the most. And then on the bottom of the table, it's Werder Bremen is fighting for dear life. Mm-hmm. They have like, to win. They have to win in order to save themselves from relegation. Right. Right. It's not a matter of the, the, the playoff game. It's just to get in the playoff game. Right. They have to win. And uh, Fortuna is battling to not play in that playoff game. No, they, they're they battling to... or No, they're battling to play in the playoff. Right. There's no, like... They're either yeah, playing in the for, playoff if, if, or they're relegated. Fortuna, but I'm just saying, if Fortuna loses and Werder Bremen loses, Fortuna's in the playoff game. They're not, like, automatically relegated. Yes. But if Werder Bremen win and Fortuna lose, Fortuna's relegated. Or they draw. Right. If Bremen win, Dusseldorf have to win. Right. Oh, I guess there's a goal differential. I guess if Bremen has to stomp, but... Right. But yes, so, those, those are the teams. Okay, so now let's go down all nine games with, uh, with the odds. And the totals are ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> like really awesomely ridiculous. Right, so like, uh, <laughs> goals are going to win this slate. It's just a matter of, and we'll, once we get start getting into construction, just because someone scores a goal doesn't mean like you need them to win because there's going to be so many goals that 
like, oh, the the, the ownership is going to be spread out enough. Like really spread out. Right. That, like, I don't think you have to necessarily, it's not, uh, you know, some guy scores in the eighth minute that's 12% owned. It's like, oh, unless you have him, you don't win. Like, that Yeah. it, it may not even appear in the winning line. Exactly. Okay, so. You might not even cash. I'm, right. Okay, so I'm just going to go down just from top to bottom. Sure. From based on what I see instead of, like, favorites to whatever. Okay, so uh, Dortmund currently minus 126 favorite uh, at home to Hoffenheim, who's plus 288. Uh, total is over three and a half. Uh, both teams essentially have nothing to play for. Yep. Uh, Leverkusen minus 368 home favorite against Mines. The total is three and three quarters. Obviously, Mines is safe. They've won their past two games, and Leverkusen is fighting for the Champions League spot. Then we have Lever- Leverkusen's Gladbach. the biggest favorite on the slate. Yes. Uh, Gladbach, minus 282 home favorite against Hertha Berlin. That totals over three and a half. They're fighting for a Champions League spot. Bayern Munich, uh, minus 148 road favorite against Wolfsburg. That totals three and three quarters. Mm-hmm. And Bayern have already clinched the title. They have literally have nothing to play for. Yeah, they have a uh, the DFB Pokal Cup final on July fourth. That's like their domestic cup. So, which I think they want to win. Uh, it's obviously like over a week away, but they do have another match after this. Right. So I don't think it's the type of thing where they close up shop. And I mean, you may see maybe one or two guys rotated in, but I I, th- I would assume they want to keep people. You know, fresh, yeah, fresh, right. Okay, then we have Frankfurt, who's now a minus three hundred mm-hmm. favorite at home against Paderborn, who's already relegated, plus seven thirty-five. That total's hovering around three and three quarters. So they're the second biggest favorite on the slate. Yep. I mean, pretty much the big favorites on the slate are Leverkusen, Gladbach, Frankfurt. And then we'll get to another one. Mm -hmm. Leipzig, I guess. Okay. Uh, Werder Bremen is a minus 151 home favorite against Cologne. Uh, That's around three and a quarter total. Cologne have nothing to play for. Mm -hmm. Freiburg, minus 123 home favorite against Schalke, who hasn't won in 15 games. (laughs) Uh, that's, That's one of the lower totals, which is like hovering around three. And that's two teams that have nothing to play for. Nothing to play for. Leipzig, minus 231 away favorite against Augsburg. Three and a half total. Neither team essentially have anything to play for. Mm-hmm. And then we have the lowest total, which is still at two and three quarters. Uh, Fortuna Dusseldorf is a plus 101 away favorite to Union Berlin, who have nothing to play for. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, that's... That's the slate. I'm going to put Leipzig in the middle tier of whether they have something to play for or they don't. Like, I don't think you really want to fall to the fourth spot. Right. So. Also understand that just because you have nothing to play for, I mean, the the players are still going to go out and try to win. I mean, Uh like, it's, it's, it's more due to the fact of, like, like, if it's a neutral game environment with, like, Leverkusen and Gladbach, like, they're going to try to score as much as can. I mean, they're going to just, it's going to be, they have to win. Yep. 
Same for Werder Bremen and same for Fortuna. Like they like if they're down one nothing, it's like it's all out attack. Yes. But like a team like Leipzig, it's like you may not even. See, I mean, you may, see, you may who maybe Werner doesn't even start. It's his last game. Well, maybe he does, or maybe they rotate. Maybe someone else is. I mean, like that's what I mean. Like Bayern, like yeah, maybe you get Lewandowski and Muller, but maybe maybe one of them actually comes off. At 60 minutes. I was going to say, I think the bigger thing with the, with particularly Bayern and Dortmund is if we see the starters that we're, that we're used to seeing, you have to imagine that with the five subs that they're coming out early. You would think so, but Lewandowski just plays 90. Who cares? I know. I know. Right. I mean, we see, we see these guys just, it's the last game. Who cares? I'm just going to try to get another goal. Okay. I guess the way I'm looking at it is I feel like the teams that have nothing to play for are more likely to line change early than earlier than normal. So, like, that's my hesitation on them. Not so much that, like, they don't care when they're on the field. It's that they might not be on the field long enough. Right. But the teams that have something to play for, it's not that this doesn't seem like the type of game where uh, unless unless they're up, Kai Havertz comes out of the game for Leverkusen. Exactly. Like this, this is the game where they, they don't treat him as like, oh, we have to monitor his minutes or anything. It's like, no, we have to win. He yes. has to stay on the field. Yep. Yeah. So looking at this, don't you think still think the biggest decision on the slate is whether or not you play <laughs> Philip Costage? Yeah. Minus 304 favorite with a three and three quarter goal total. Uh-huh. He is the highest floor in all of soccer DFS. Mm-hmm. In all of soccer DFS. Mm-hmm. He's the primary set piece taker. He also has goal scoring odds of plus one fifty. That's pretty good for a player so, in his position against the worst team in the league that have already been relegated. Yeah. Um, I just—I mean, to me, I mean, assume I mean, hey, maybe he doesn't even start. I mean, who knows? But assuming he does, I mean, you—you're—you're you're essentially getting a goal with this floor. Yeah, I—I I did a a co-stitch lineup and a non-co-stitch lineup for cash. And what was odd about it is that if you don't play him, it gives you money to spend on guys who I'm at least considering to be like higher sub risks. So it's almost like I'm paying extra. And of course, co-stitch could sub off. It's not like he's immune to being subbed off, but um, I just didn't think I was getting enough if I faded him. And then I started wondering what price would be too high, and it didn't. It didn't matter because ten didn't nine was matter, fine. Right, fourteen thousand. Right. Because really, comes to I think Costage is, makes more of a GPP fade if you're paying up twice at forward and hoping for two hat tricks. Yes. Like if you're gonna play, if you're gonna play Lewandowski, or I mean, even if you play down to like Andre Silva or Timo Werner, like you're not gonna be able to fit in a 10-9 Kostic with two, like, 8,500 and above forwards. Right. Pretty much. Yep. I mean, you could punt two central defenders or something. You could. But that's probably not the the path to winning. But, like, if you wanted to play a lineup like Lewandowski-Holland, like, you you can't play Kostic. Yep. But those guys, Lewandowski-Holland, I mean, let's go through forward. Like, if they showed up with a hat trick, you're not, you're not surprised. Yep. But this is the slate to play them if you want to, because I'm expecting, uh, I'm expecting Lewandowski, Holland, and Werner 
to come in. I mean, they're going to come in under 20%. I think so. If not lower. Yep. I agree. Like I could see, I, you could get Lewandowski. It could be 10%. Because of his price difference. I mean, like, because right. he's 11.5. Like a $2,000 difference between Holland and Lewandowski. It's like, okay, I could go for the Holland brace or hat trick. Sure. Or Sancho is 9,300. I mean, I think the Dortmund guys are going to be the lead, lower owned. They're lower than Leipzig? Just because they're more expensive? Yeah, just because just because of price. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I can see that. But, I mean, these are there's, there's no way you're playing any of these guys in cash. No. To me, the, the question on this slate is whether or not you dinky-do or not. So I think if you dig do in your lineup, you're 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 essentially eliminating all upside out of your forward spots. You're certainly eliminating a lot of it. Are you a hell of a lot? A hell, yeah. To me, in GPP, I'd almost rather play Muller at eighty two hundred than play Lewandowski at eleven five. Yeah, I mean, you would say that any slate though, right? That's your boy. I'm just hoping Nkuku doesn't start. He hasn't been, and he hasn't yeah. been coming off. Apparently, they're, like, protecting him or something. Yeah. I got very comfortable with builds without Bayern, Dortmund, and Leipzig for cash. I that, I, I would have no problem with that. Yeah. I think that there are, I think Leipzig, I think there are Leipzig options more likely than Dortmund. Yes. Oh, always though. Yeah. Oh, wait. I do have a Ange- or I have Angelino here. Right. That's, that's what I'm going to talk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We'll get to him. Now a defender. But I still think, like in GPP, if you want to play one of these guys, like you got you look at these totals. I mean, any of these guys could score a hat trick. Yeah, I think for GPP, as like we talk about how Kostic is good for GPP, also just because. Like the points are there. Like you can get like guys score 20 points with a goal and he scores 20 points without them. So like the fact that you don't necessarily get a goal from him is, is usually okay. But other than him uh, looking at the midfield pool, like it's all floor. And so paying up twice at forward, I think makes much more sense. Like, I think that's the most optimal GPP build. And try to get and try to get your eight to ten points out of like four K five K. Exactly, different. exactly. But obviously, if one of those floor midfielders also scores a goal, well, then you're dead. Uh, yeah, I mean you're not dead. I'm you're just not, saying yeah. that if they have a ten point floor and then on top of it get a goal and an assist and they're they're, they're sitting there with twenty six points, like yeah. you'd rather have them. Yeah, you're just hoping for your. Uh... Pengradic, $2,500 goal or whatever. Right. I think the under, I think the under-owned forwards for GPP are going to be guys like Andre Silva. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be... I, I think it's all the guys in games that don't matter. Right. I think Lars Stindl will get some ownership. Sure. I don't think he's a cash play. Your silence says otherwise. I mean, he's fine. Sure, he's fine. If you wanted to play him, I, I just don't. I wouldn't prioritize him at nine thousand. Right. right. <laughs> Same thing for like, uh, like Patrick Herman. If he plays, yeah. 
Yeah, the Gladback guys are, yeah, they're fine. Right. But then you have guys like if Volland starts for Leverkusen. Mm-hmm. Same for Alario at 7,000. Yeah. Those games matter a little bit more. Yes. I mean, the Leverkusen lineup, we don't know what the hell it's going to look like. Yeah, it's been really, like, fluid lately. Because the obvious pay-up-ish type of play for a floor, I guess, would be Leon Bailey. Yeah, yep. 7,500. If he starts with no Demerbay and no Amirian. Yep. There you go. He's going to be on a, the, essentially a monopoly of set pieces. Mm-hmm. Does he play 90? Who knows? He normally doesn't, but in this type of game, maybe he just does play 90. Maybe he just does, yeah. Right. If they're down, if they're 0-0 or something like that, they may just throw in the kitchen sink. Mm-hmm. Well, Playa is not is not going to be is not going to be in. Right. I mean, it's not a cash play, but I mean, Briel and Bolo is there for GPP. I got to mention these guys that like for GPP. You got to got to consider. Like, I'm not going to play Mark Uth on this slate at eight thousand. If only he still had penalties. Still, Cone has nothing to play for. Yep. And they're playing a team play- with with everything to play for. Right. I'd rather play Eric Tommy. I think Eric Tommy is the right cash play. You'd I think he's the most expensive. Bailey? Uh, I'm not expecting. I mean, I think you could play both of them. Oh, okay. You play both of them and Kostovich? You certainly can. I mean, you can. Yeah. Is that optimal? Maybe. Might be. Maybe not. I think but like, I think, I'd rather, I think I'd rather play Tommy or Bailey over playing like Grifo. Yes. At 7,300. Because, I mean, Grifo's a fine... I mean, 7300 is a good price for a split of set pieces against Schalke and Freiburg's uh, home favorite. Just that Freiburg have nothing to play for. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't start, and we don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Really, the only other one that jumped out at me after um, Bailey and Tommy was Rashika, who... Is questionable with this ankle injury, right? So, like, they have everything to play for, but he's banged up. So, if he starts, like, you probably don't get. I mean, he already doesn't play ninety minutes, but um, like a partial set piece taker filling a forward spot for a team that has that has to win. Right. So I'm not sure what, other than the ankle, I'm not sure why you'd hesitate on that. Right. But this is not like a Robert Scobb slate. No. Playing them as a significant Hoffenheim, a significant underdog to Dortmund. Yeah, with nothing to play for. I don't think Caligari. I was just about to say that. <laughs> right against an anemic, you know, anemic Schalke team. Yeah, great. I'll be on set pieces. Sixty six hundred. They have nothing to play for. I like Hennings a lot in GPP if he starts. Right. Well, any of these, any of these, if you could get, if you get a goal out of a five k to six k forward, yeah, you're you're, you're in a good, good spot. spot. Right. So, like, if you want to pay up, I mean, I think Osako is overpriced at sixty six hundred, mm-hmm. but they do have to win. But like, if Nils Peterson is in, if he starts up top for Freiburg, he's fifty two hundred. Yeah, that's cheap. But, but I wouldn't sit. I wouldn't consider the Bayern guys like Coman or someone like that to be like, uh, why? Why bother playing them? Yeah, that's how. It, that's ex- that phrase is exactly what I thought. Like, why bother? Right. 
I think in the low range for a floor, I think I think they're essentially two guys. Okay. Maris Butler, Bolter, Bolter, yeah, right. But Uni have nothing to play for. He's right. fifty three hundred. He plays wide. He crosses. His upside is limited. Can he get you six points? Sure. And then depending, I'm okay. I'll say there's three guys. Whoever Paderborn. Oh, you don't want to do that. Ritter. 4,600 or CAA, whoever's in. If Anthony Evans is in, he'll, he's a midfielder at 4,200. He'd be like just your Paderborn set pieces. They're the second biggest underdogs. On the yeah, side. exactly. I, I don't. That's why I said you're upside. Like you, you're essentially saying I'm taking them over paying that price for a defender. Yeah, I just don't. Right. There's And it's not like, well, it's filling a forward spot. Like you got plenty of options at forward. Right. Then we have our favorite or your favorite at least. If he starts, he's playing for a team that needs to win. Oh, such a trap every time. Actually, he was Alan decent last time. Yeah. But I think it's a similar type of situation where, yeah, I'll get you six points. Yeah. He's Probably. a bad play. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't play him in a, in a midfield spot for 4,500. Nope. And there, are four, and there are defenders in that range I'd rather play. Yeah. So he's just, he, he fills a forward spot. I'd play him a goalkeeper. That's it. But, I mean, I'd play him over, like, Rabi Matundo. Like, the teams that have nothing to play, like, just... Yeah, I just think if you're in this range, I think you're just... You gotta start start over. Right. Davy Selke, if he gets a start, though? 3,900? GPP, I mean, he has no floor. Yeah. Completely goal or bust. Mm Mm-hmm. They gotta score, though. Right. So, midfield... Costage is number one by far. I mean, yep. there's just no question about it. Yep. How long do you think Havertz is going to be in cash? Because it, he's always so much higher than I think he should be, and then he scores, and everyone's like, see? And I'm like, yeah, but well, he 15 he's, he's owned in cash on like two or three game slates. Like, okay, I could at least understand that. Midfield only eligible. I don't even understand that, but. I'd, I'd rather pay 8800 for a forward eligible guy to fill a forward yeah. spot. 8800 so the real question is, do you play Demerby? If he's in. Yeah, if he's in. I hope he's not in. Of course. I'd rather play Leon Bailey in a forward spot than play Demerby in a midfield spot. I think the real the, the real question is, what do you do with Joshua Kimmich? Um, Byron's favored. Yeah. They have a three and a three-quarter total. He's the Monopoly set-piece taker. It's 7,700. His floor is like 10 to 12. Mm-hmm. But Bayern have nothing to play for. Yeah. I'd hope he's just not in. Me too. I don't have to deal with Coutinho might be in. He's questionable. I don't know why. Why would they bother with that? Why not? I, I don't think I would play. Out? I don't think I would play him. He's, if he plays, he plays 60 minutes. No, if he starts, though, that makes me less likely to play Kimmich. Right. Okay. Because he'll, he'll nab some, some corner yeah. kicks. I actually went back and forth between Kimmich and Jonas Hoffman. And the only reason I was considering Hoffman is because he's like playing, he had been playing more advanced. And I think if he does play more advanced again, I think 
he makes more sense than Kimmich, as crazy as that sounds. Well, I think he makes more sense. Mouth. I think if Amiri starts with no Bailey or Demerby. Sure. Play Amiri if he has the path to majority of set pieces for Leverkusen. That's why I thought it was interesting of saying, that, what do you do with Kimmich? Because I'm looking at, at Leverkusen and Gladbach pieces going like, if Hoffman's going to play in the in the, the attacking three, yeah. it's probably they'll start with no player and no Tehran. Tehran, yeah. They're going to start Embolo up top and then play a front three of uh, Stindl, Hoffman, and Herman. Yep. And then play Kramer and Newhouse behind them. Right. And Hoffman is the most likely of that group to play longer. Right. And take set pieces. Right. What about Trimmel? I don't think this is the Trimmel slate. I, I, I agree. Why, against a, a Fortuna team that's probably going to want to have more and more of the possession, a Union team that has nothing to play for. Two weeks ago, $6,900 Trimmel against Dusseldorf is the easiest play on the slate. Right. Also, they've been playing in a, four, a, a back four recently anyway. It puts him even further down the pitch. Yeah, he's still... Yeah, he's still fine. <laughs> yeah, sure, okay. The Union are actually the underdog in this game, right? Mm-hmm. They are. And the lowest total. So, like, a, especially on a slate where with all such high totals, when in doubt, I'm going to side with teams that have more goal upside. Yeah. That's why, like, Maximilian Arnold against Bayern, like, no. Or the or the, the, the Dortmund wingbacks. I don't think they're necessary. Yeah. Max Not against Philip Leipzig. Max against yeah. Leipzig. Like, down in this range, I'm looking like, what's, well, how is Werder Remen lining up? Mm-hmm. It's like if Rajishka's not in and then Bidencourt's in. Yeah. Bidencourt actually has good goal scoring odds. It's like plus 140 or something. That's not bad. It's actually higher than I would have expected. No, that's why I was shocked by it. Because, well, I mean, because the total's high and Verder needs to, to score. Sure. But this is the type of slate where Kai Proger's in, I'm playing him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Bittencourt's going to split anyway, though. Right, if but at least on, he's in the front. At least at 6,100, there's some attacking upside. Yeah. That's why, like, the Werder Bremen lineup's going to matter. The Leverkusen's lineup's going to matter. Who's in, who's out. Mm-hmm. I don't think Stoger is that bad of a play if you're in that range and you need someone at 5,900 for Fortuna. Mm-hmm. I think he's a fine play. Right. I don't, I don't. I mean, I'll play him over Dorita. I'm not yes. playing for the Berlin. Timmy what Chandler, do you, midfielder, Amanda yeah. Torre, defender. What do you do if uh, Forsberg starts? Um, I don't put. I don't consider him a priority. Yeah, no. But I mean, he would definitely be. I mean, taking a share of set pieces for a minus whatever two sixty favorite. Yeah, eh, it, I'm in. It's questionable, and he probably won't play ninety if he, even yeah. if he does. I don't. I don't think I need to use a spot on him. Danny DaCosta, if he starts on the other side. Sure. Frankfurt, 4,900. I'd rather him be defender eligible, but... Yeah, that's... Who knows? 4,900. Yep. I mean, 
Frankfurt are a huge favorite. There's no way I mean, Venice I'm, gets a start, but that'd be nice. Right. I'm almost like in GPP, feel free to do so. But for the most for the most part, like I'm I'm focused on like favorites that have something to play for. Yep. And then the next thing that I'm looking at are favorites. And then the next thing I'm looking at are like slight underdogs. And then like the big underdogs, it's like it's almost it's almost pointless to play. I mean, yeah, if you want to get really contrarian, it's a nine game slate. Like, I don't think, uh, you know, a cheap four man Paderborn stack is just like why. Like you can get contrarian with all of the teams that we're considering. Right. Like there's really no reason to, like you right. said, you get a get four contra- man Paderborn stack. Right. You could play. You could play Holland with Rafael Guerrero and then also play Baz Dost at 7,100 with Costage. Yeah. Have have a punt defender. Like, and you could, you'll, it's a, it's a 3,900 man GPP. Mm-hmm. Like you've won. You've already, you have enough leverage. Like you, what, what else do you need to do? If Holland gets a hat trick at 11% ownership. And Guerrero has two assists. I mean, you're done. You're you you've won. There you go. You get decent <laughs> get double digit points out of the rest of your spots. You're fine. You're mm-hmm. done. You score, you know, one forty or something, and you're good. It's going to be nearly impossible to get all the goals in your in your lineup. Right. It's it is impossible. I mean. Well, I mean, it all the I mean, how it, it could be eight games zero zero, and then one game is like five nothing, and that's it. It could be. I'm going to take the no on that. It's not EPL. Right, EPL has right. zero zero. Yeah, <laughs> this is a fun league. Remember, right? I'm gonna miss it. What do you do with the uh, with 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 Road if he starts? Uh, <clears throat> that it almost seems like the Frankfurt guys for a, being a minus three hundred favorite and a three and a half three three quarter total. A little underpriced. Uh, outside of I mean, even to me, Costage at ten nine is kind of underpriced. I agree. Like I think Costage, if if they would have made him twelve four, I would have been like, okay, that sounds that sounds yeah. pretty. How do we work pretty, with this? Right, I, that's workable. Yeah, I think Road is. I think that this price range um, will be used, and I think he's the best one in this range. Right, or if like du, if, if De Guzman starts. Yeah, I, I don't think he does, but, but yeah, it's it's like Road or Core. Right. Um, you're not going to play Rudy at Dortmund. Um, Yasinovich, 3,600 mm-hmm. if he starts. Yeah. That's why I'm looking at the Frankfurt guys more than anything. Yeah. They ha- they're in that like- weird spot where like they have nothing to play for, but they're also playing the worst team that has already been relegated. Right. But even if you wanted to play Maximilian Eggestine, 3,500. I mean, at least Werder Bremen has something to play for. You're more likely to play those guys than like um, Charles Aaron Gee from Leverkusen? No, you can play him also. Yeah, 3,800. But I'm not looking to play guys on mines. I'm not looking to play guys on, on Hertha Berlin. Right? I'm, I'm not, I'm just, it just, it's a nine game slate. Yeah, you don't have to get that wacky. Right. To me, to me, if if you're going if you're going to take guys on those types of teams, you're either taking their primary set piece taker. I'm not saying it, it, I'm saying these are secondary. 
Like, I'm not right. even saying, like, that's when you should do them. It's like, it either has to be their primary set, set taker, it has to be their primary goal scorer, or uh, someone that's, like, playing at fullback in, like, $2,700. Right? Right. Something like that. Like, I'm not prior to, like, like, yeah, sure, Daniel Caligari is their primary set-piece taker at 6,600. At least it's better than taking, like, like a, who else is on their team? Who else is on Schalke? Right, Weston McKinney. Right. Or, like, if you take Maximilian Arnold, okay, at least there's a reason to. I don't think he has the upside that it makes it worthwhile on a nine-game slate, but at least it's it's better than just, like, someone that has, like, no shot. Right. But I'm not going to pay for them. That's the problem. It's like, I don't want to pay for those guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're getting them cheaper than they usually are. They're getting yeah, but, pushed but down the guys, by the Bayern. But they're and... to other guys. Yeah. It's more of a comparison. Exactly. Like Nils Peterson. Yeah, Freiburg have nothing to pay play for, but he's 5,200. I don't mind taking a shot on that. Or Josh Sargent, if he starts. He has, well, they have something to play for. Sure. But it depends on the price. Mm-hmm. Did you see so any defend- defenders you even wanted to play? Yeah, there's plenty of defenders to play. What are you kidding me? I think there's none that I'm excited about. Okay, yeah, that's a better way of putting it. There's none that I'm excited about, but there's plenty of defenders to play. Oh, sure. But I just don't think I think that you can find a reasonable enough wrinkle with almost all of them that um, you could pay down at least in one spot and possibly both. I think that I, or, or you could do the opposite. And I think there's a way to do, you can make a three defender construction. Three defenders. Okay. I think the, if I had to make a top option price considered, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking based on what I'm looking at uh, construction wise. I'm primarily looking at maybe five options. Okay. And none are under 4,000. Okay. So uh, I don't think Alfonso Davis isn't needed. Agreed. Uh, I think Ben Sabaini is GPP. Yep. I wouldn't play him in cash. Same. Uh, Leverkusen is the biggest favorite. Uh, Brzezinski at fifty six hundred is not a price. Is I I don't even consider him. Same. But if you were to play him, he's the he'll take all their set pieces. But the, the biggest favorite, biggest underdog on a nine game slate, <laughs> if he even starts. Right. And then we have whoever starts at left back for Werder Bremen, mm-hmm. Augustinson or Friedel. Yep. And depending on how their lineup shakes out, you have to look for Friedel, Augustinson. They're not both going to be in together. Mm-hmm. It'll be one of the two. That price difference Ruchka. is wacky. What? The price difference is wacky. Like right. They shouldn't you... be 700 different. Only because the last game that, uh, you know, Friedel played. I mean, he like he got 11 crosses mm-hmm. or something. Still. But I want to play one of those two guys, whoever starts. Obviously, once you add Ben Court, once you add Rashiska, Rashiska it diminishes their value. Yes. They'll have less of a share of set pieces. Yep. If you don't see either Bittencourt or Rajishka, I would have played whoever, whoever is in that spot. 
Yeah, I think that's fair. Then we have Gunter. I think Gunter's the safest play in this entire range. Um, yeah, I think so that's right. Set pieces for Freiburg against Schalke. Yeah, I know I have nothing to play for, but I'd almost rather he not start, so I yeah. don't even have to bother. Then I missed up top, Angelino mm-hmm. at six thousand. Big favorite against Augsburg. His upside is limited. Yep. Right? He has assist upside. Yes. We've also seen games where, like, he's just disappeared. Yeah. One was a red card, though. True. Then we have to talk about, uh, like, if Went starts on the other side for Gladbach. I think he's an option. Mm-hmm. And then the, I think then, he's more of an option than, well, maybe not more. Never mind. And then, and then whoever starts on the wings for the the wing back positions or full back positions for Leverkusen. Yes. Wendell forty seven hundred, Visor at forty four hundred, and then you get Sinkraven at thirty seven hundred. Yeah. They're going to be pushing up a lot of the game. Like I just uh, give me them. Sinkraven's easy if he starts. But like this isn't a Ken Reichel slate. <laughs> Thirty nine hundred for Union. I don't think Zimmerman is a bad play at four thousand if he lines up as a wing back on yeah. the other side. Like if they play with Tommy on one side and Zimmerman, and they play that like three five two type of formation, I don't think I don't think he's bad at all. He's playing for a team that matters. Yep, I agree. Same for Suttner. I was just about to bring Stutner. up Suttner. Yeah, right. But you have to make sure you have to look at the formation to make sure you don't want to play. On the nine-game slate, you're not playing a, a center back, a guy in a three-man back line. His right. one 21-cross game was there was a red card on the other side, and he they, he moved to a wide position and then just bombed forward all the time. Yeah, he had some set pieces in that game too. But this isn't a Juan Miranda slate for 3,600 for Schalke. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're in this range, that those are the guys that you would have to look at, right? right? A Kingsley as a buoy. Because he's a fullback, and he's 3,500. Mm-hmm. I mean, just... You're looking down at his range. Like, resilient, I mean, as an underdog. Buene is the hugest underdog, if he happens to be in. I mean, at this point, you just... you you Give me the cheapest fullback. Mm-hmm. We're in, like, there's... There's no one that's down here that if he was in, we'd be like, you got to get them in, and he's going to be 60% out. <laughs> right. Right? There's not there's none of these. I think once you get to the $3,200 range, I would just find the cheapest center back on a favorite, like on... On a favorite. Yeah. Like I would take Nico Elvetti for uh, um, Gladback. Like I think you can start playing the clean sheet possibility there. Right. And typically between two center backs, I I take uh, the one that has the more... More shots, yeah. There's usually you one. Could, right, because you could look that up on, on the cheat sheet. Yep. Or sometimes you, I even look at the, the height differences. <laughs> sure. Because typically, typically the taller one is the one that gets mm-hmm. more targets on set pieces. Is that but actually saying, true, or you're just kind of assuming that's true? I'm assuming most of the time it is true. There's one there's one uh, set, a center back that's 6'4", and one that's 6 feet. Typically the 6'4", one is the one where you see... You know, two shots, one shot, zero shots, two, three, you know, 
They scored two or three goals. I was going to say, but it's a six-footer who actually scored the goal in his only shot. Right, exactly. <laughs> With his but foot. it's not the type of slate where, like, a Posh for Hoffenheim. Oh, he's playing wide. He's playing wide. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. I mean, you could play. I mean, I'm not you sure. You can. It, it's one of those exceptions where it's like, oh, he's the fullback and he's under 3K. Why not? But it's. I don't think it's going to be the type of thing where I better play that guy. Like, you know, the Ken Reichel 3000 slate where he puts up 15 points and he's 80% owned in cash. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have him, you're done. It's not going to be those types of situations. But for nine games, I mean, the chance with all these high totals, I'd say there's there's more than 50% chance that one of these center backs scores. Oh, yeah. Of what team? It's 18 different teams. Yeah. <laughs> right, 18 teams and... Some of these teams have three center backs. So you got like, uh, I don't know, 45 center backs to choose from. Mm-hmm. You may get one or two of them get a goal. And he, he wouldn't, who knows which ones are they going to be? But that would, but that would be the, like the type of stack combo that you do. Yep. Like you'd play the set piece taker, the sco- the goal scorer, the center forward. And then because you're playing, you're paying up so much. You have to punt at one defender slot. Yes, you take, you take that center back. Take the center back and the goalkeeper. Yep. You do something like that and hope that's the game. Right? And mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be like Gladback or, or Leverkusen. It could be, I mean, hell, it could be Bayern. It could be Dortmund. Yeah. I mean, Hummels is 3,400. Right? If you took... I'm going to take Sancho, Holland, Hummels... And Berkey. And Dortmund win 5 nothing with a Hummels goal and, like, two from Holland, two from Sancho, and they both assist each other. Mm-hmm. Like, you've won. Yeah, you've won. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even matter. Right? At that point? For those ownerships, probably. I'm not saying to do that. <laughs> but I think, I think we'll get a lot of questions in Discord about, like, should I play this guy over this guy in GPP? It's like... What else? Nine games late. It's a GPP players. Well, like what dream? Like play anyone you want, but I mean, you don't have you. You don't have to get that contrarian. Mm-hmm. If if uh, Hoffenheim come out and beat the snot out of Dortmund three nothing, and Skov has a goal and assist and sitting there with like twenty six points, it's still likely for him not to appear in the winning lineup. Mm. Right? Because he'll, he may be 2% owned. Mm-hmm. Right? And whoever the 2% that have him also have to have all the other. Some shock player puts up. Philip Costage puts up 28 points, 30 points. And the Skov lineups don't have him. Like, then they can't win anyway. Right. It's very similar to, like, like NFL, where, you know, the, the fifth wide receiver goes out. You know, it's an injury, and the fifth wide receiver comes in and puts up, you know, two catches for 110 yards and two touchdowns, like two big plays. And you take a look at the Millie maker, and he's 0.2% owned. Mm-hmm. And he still doesn't end up being in the winning lineup because if you're picking a guy like that, what is the rest of your lineup? <laughs> right? Typically, those are the lineups where you look at and you go, they obviously just mash buttons yeah. beforehand and just whatever. Or they they put took six guys from a team and then they just needed someone that's a receiver that's min price just happened to be that guy right 
same first name as the person who made the lineup. Right. Like, oh, like we that. see that in we see that in golf. I mean, if you look at the, if you're playing PGA DFS this week, there's a lot of high ownership that's that's not making the cut, and a lot of the leaderboard is like. Like it's like half half of the top twenty are players that are like half a percent owned or less. <laughs> so the likelihood of those all being on this like it's it's quite possible that if you have one of them, you could still win the whole thing. Right. But you don't even need all of them because the first thing is you, right because not you'd be leaving five thousand on the table, and they're just not owned it. I just they're just not owned enough. Yeah. That's that's the thing. That's so with the focusing on. Like, can you play a, a cone stack? Can you play, I'm going to play Uth and Cordoba or something if he plays, Modest or whoever. I mean, you can. They're going to be 4% owned. I mean, but what if you do that, then make the rest of your lineup like just the best plays. Right, you don't need sub-5% owned guys at every spot. Right. Especially for a 3,900-man tournament. I mean, like... Right. We had a hundred thousand entry contests for soccer. Even then, you don't even need it. But I mean, <laughs> at least you have a little bit more, more leeway. Right. I wish the contests were bigger. But now that if EPL didn't come back, this would have been a really big contest. Yeah. There's no EPL that day anyway. Yeah, this but that priority. Everyone wants to play. What MMA is that day? Or who knows? Who knows the, the liquidity? With nine games, I'd love to. I'd love to make more lineups, but I just can't justify it. Yeah. I mean, we saw the other day with the you know fifty k to first, and then ten k to second, and then by the time you get to ninth, here's a set of steak knives, and there was overlay. And a I'm just starting. Right, I'm starting to think there. Well, I mean, if there's overlay, I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna make more lineups. And then you look and you go like, uh, I need to come in fourth place to break even. I mean, like, what, the, what what's going on here? Yeah, there were some people Stupid. talking about it in the Discord. They're just like, it's there's so much overlay, but the the payout structure is so bad that like throwing in a few extra entries that are probably not going to finish first, it's just not worth it. Well, that's why you have to, to finish first. But that's why that's why you got to make lineups that have better shot at finishing first or last. Right. I mean, I did it. I mean, I have a bankroll, so I mean. It's overlay. I mean, it's like it's free EV. Yeah. So I ended up coming in like I don't know eighth and that tenth, something like that. I I only I I think I only lost two hundred dollars. I consider that a win playing that. I think I played a hundred lineups. Mm-hmm. Only because it was. I mean, it was. I think it only it only ran at like what like eighty percent full. I'm not even sure it got that high. I don't even know if it got that high, right? But I'm making. But the thing is, is that I'm ma- I'm not making safe lineups. Right. I'm just making more high upside lineups. Mm-hmm. They're saying, oh, now that I'm making a little bit more lineups, I'm going to sprinkle in, you know, this 5K forward, or I'm going to have more of them. Right. Max is 94 on this slate. I'm not. I'm not going to play. I mean, these don't over. I mean, it's 3,900 entries. They'll, they'll fill this. 3,100? 3,137. Oh, okay, so even less. They'll fill this. More come close enough that there's no overlay. It's just like, oh, it's cheaper rate. Right. Oof. Anything else? Oh, we didn't talk about goalkeeper. 
Oh, is there is there a point? Um, we have a six thousand dollar goalkeeper. We don't usually have that. Well, because Leverkusen minus four hundred favorite. Yeah, cheapest one if is thirty six hundred. If you're worried about goalkeeper on the slate, obviously the concept because goalkeeper variance is so high. The bigger the slate, the more likely you should be to pay down. Mm-hmm. The short, smaller the slate, the more likely you should be paying up. The reason for that is because of ownership differences. Mm-hmm. On a two-game slate with four goalkeepers, if one out of the four puts up a double-digit score, it's going to be owned enough that you're going to need it. Yeah. With 18 goalkeepers to choose from, there likely won't be high enough owned goalkeepers that the variance is not going to matter. I could, I could, I mean, you could play anyway. I think the popular, I think if you're going to pay down, you're more likely to pay down and play Luta against Leipzig, mm-hmm. play uh, Gikowitz. Yep. Play. I mean, you, I mean, you can play. It's anyone. I was just about to say, you're going <laughs> to just keep Castiles against Bayern. I mean, you could, I mean, no, tip- no, never Castiles. I mean, most probably you don't, if you're not playing any Leverkusen, you play Muller. If you're not playing any Gladback, you play uh, Jarstein. But I think more likely than not, you're playing Gladback and Leverkusen guys. Right. You're less likely to play Leipzig guys. So you play Luta, playing at home. It's like it matters. Right. Or if you play like Angelino, you can still play him. Right, because Angelino could hit 10 points. I mean, you wouldn't do that in GPP. Right. You'd rather Angelino with the goal or an assist, and then that, that kind of ruins your goalkeeper. Yes. But with also understand that with 18 goalkeepers to choose from, the likelihood of high-scoring goalkeepers is much higher. The thing is, is that the ownership on them is going to be spread out yep so it's not a matter of there's less there's more likely a chance of there being a 24 point goalkeeper on this slate can you pick which one that's going to be no one can (laughs) right no no one's a goalkeeper whisperer just a matter of that 24 point goalkeeper six percent you may not even need them yeah but i think it's less likely that like summer or radecki put up a big score Win clean cheat, but I mean, how many shots are, are we going to see mines in her the Berlin? Exactly. Have? Like, if anything, maybe you play the Paderborn keeper. Against the hope team with that, the highest implied total? Yeah. Just hope for 15. Uh, we play the coastage shots on goal. Right. Werder Bremen just can't get the ball in the net. And the, the cone keeper. I mean,. This is what we do every week. Look, <laughs> like you could, you, yes. Mm-hmm. Schwalo against Schalke, who can't seem to do anything offensively. Cast mm-hmm. and Meyer against Union. I mean, it could be it's, whatever's left. I'll say there's a. I mean, we could see goalkeeper um, rotation on some of these teams, and not that that usually matters for DraftKings, but FanDuel, which has miraculously come back for the last week of the Bundesliga season, uh, backup goalkeepers are usually very cheap there. So you could get a cheap one there, possibly. Right. On DraftKings, they priced them all. Right. Like 100 of each. Right. Just remember, for those playing on FanDuel, they're 
using their Bundesliga scoring, not their Premier League scoring. Which is so stupid. So we're back to crosses, half-point crosses, and no chance created. Chances created, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking for it in the lobby, it's the one. The, it's a cup logo, not a soccer ball, because they're playing a different sport. Right. Oh, so EPL and and Bundesliga are like separate lobbies. Yes. What there's funny. EPL and then there's Bund, B-U-N, right. for Bundesliga. And they're both again, probably the after cooking, right? Because cooking is more important. Um, it was definitely next to. Uh, they've simulated NBA. Oh, but it's more important it than like uh, than Top Chef. For Here we you. go. Uh, here's the. I'm just going to go through the list: PGA, NFL, baseball, League of Legends, UFC, MLB. Which is what is MLB? Is that KBO? Or is that simulated MLB? No, that's definitely. Oh, that is simulated MLB. I stand corrected. Usually, there's an S. Uh, NASCAR, EPL, simulated NBA, which they use SNBA for. So I don't know why they don't do SMLB. And then Bundesliga, horses, drone racing, ENFL, which is not simulated NFL, I guess. And um, what is this challenge? Is this Survivor? Oh, I guess they're running out of cooking shows. Hmm. Might have to withdraw now. Oh, well. So, yeah, just know that those rules, the rules are different if you've been playing EPL on FanDuel. The rules are different for Bundesliga. Anybody has any follow-up questions for Jordan, you can find him on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's BlenderHD. You can find me at RotoWireAndrew. Um, we will be back next week. I'm not sure which day yet. I haven't looked at the EPL schedule, but we're going to be mostly EPL from now on. Obviously, the Bundesliga is going to be over because um, I don't think we're going to be previewing any interleague slates unless somehow there's a $200,000 interleague slate that has the same time. But it seems unlikely, so um, we'll be back sometime next week for the Premier League. So, Jordan, thank you for that, and good luck this weekend. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.